voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 650, WSM style, I guess. WSM, you beat me to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is on the eve of our great ISBVI alumni, where I'll be doing that tomorrow night, myself and Michael Loff. And then we've got programming tomorrow night. The superintendent's going to come and talk about the blind school and the Deaf school coming together and all that good stuff. And then Saturday we'll start at noon and have a keynote speaker and then we'll do that. But then Saturday night we're coming back with a request party on the legend. Um, so we'll be doing that tomorrow night. So, or I mean, Saturday night. So you can listen, call in, do whatever you want to do. We'll be doing that tomorrow night. So, got a busy weekend. I'm glad when it's going to be all over <laughs> and uh, yep. maybe do something different on Monday. So, anyway, probably start looking up radio news like Jeff. Speaking of radio <laughs> news, let's turn it over to Jeff and he has to set the agenda. Otherwise, it's not official. Oh, I understand. Thank yeah. you very much, Bill. And hello to the panel, Chris, Gary, Bernie, um, uh, Perry, and everybody here. First of all, let's start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call Oh, call letter and format changes. And somewhere, I think you've got that sliced in there, we have a little bit of calls and feedback from uh, John Wesley Smith out there in Missouri. Um, we have a feature after the call letter and format changes of Craig Way, who is a uh, Texas sports announcer for the little Texas Longhorns. Following that, we're going to remember a radio icon, and he really is. I don't know too many people who have been in radio as long as he was. He was in the radio business since 1943, passed away two weeks ago, 79 years old. It's hard to believe that someone could be in the radio business for that long, but he, but he was, and he was a legend in California. You talk to people in Southern California, and you ask them who Bart LeBeau is, there aren't too many people who don't know who he is. Finally, we're trying to travel to Western New York. We're going to be visiting Rochester, New York, to be exact. And we're going to listen to the variety hits heard on radio station WFKL-FM, owned and operated by Stevens Media. So, all in all, we have a very, very busy show this week. We'll turn it over to Bill. And, Bill, I know that you and Bernie will tell us all about the state of life in Indianapolis, Indiana. Well, we've got to have just a 30... <laughs> we've got to have about 30 seconds of my radio fix for Indy. Hey, uh, Bernie, uh, who's counting but... This is the second, third, or fourth time the Internet's been down since it's been Urban One. This happened, a big major outage again this week. Of course, it may not have been their fault, but... Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're, 
they have uh, taken us to their server. Uh, they did that a few weeks ago, and uh, boy, ever since then it's been very difficult. In fact, yeah. even more difficult in-house uh, with production and uh, scheduling music, things like that. It's just been uh, really kind of a pain. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm not part of that. Well, you know, Bernie, what happens? That's what we know. Even though there's the same same software company, uh, Wide Orbit, I think it is. Uh, they that when you mix apples and oranges, sometimes they don't always mix well together. Unfortunately, and well, they exactly. Do, yeah. But have they been pretty good about it? I mean, are they are they you know easy to do? Uh, do they understand the complexities of the whole thing, or is it something <laughs> that you that you think is just going to be? Well, I, I know that the, the people from Emmis have their way of doing things, and the people from Urban One have their way of doing things. But apparently, at least where production is concerned, uh, they're coming around to the Emmis way because Emmis mm -hmm. is much more efficient than uh, than they were. So that that much I know. And again, a lot of it is great that I don't have to deal with it because if I were working full time, I, I would be in the thick of it all the time, just like everybody else who works full time. Yeah. This is also true. Hey, before we do the radio news, I want to I want to say two things about Indiana, and I normally don't talk a lot about Indiana, but we have to congratulate. Oh, we got to talk about Indiana. I know we do. <laughs> we got to congratulate. Well, there was a big NAB show last night in New York City, and uh, two things happened for Indiana. First of all, WOWO out in Fort Wayne, Indiana, won Station of the Year. And Bill, you I didn't read this, but I remember you said that WFMS in Indianapolis, Indiana, also won uh, an award uh, as well. So. We want to say kudos to the state of Indiana. Well, WFMS, they keep winning with that morning show. Those guys have been on there for almost as long as Bob and Tom, maybe as long. I'm not sure. But how long have they been doing it, Bernie? I don't think they've been quite as long as Bob and Tom. but uh, And there there have been a couple of changes along the way. But all in all, it's pretty amazing. And, and they actually have a pretty good show. Well, I mean, they've been around forever. I mean, I've read about them. Yeah. Next, in next week's news, I will I will run down the Marconi Awards and all, everything that went on in that show. We'll talk about that next week's news because I just, like I said, I don't, I didn't have a chance to do anything uh, today when I got home. I'm trying to just, I just, I, I took the vaccinations for the flu and the COVID, and my arms are kind of sore still. So, <laughs> but it didn't affect the vocal cords at least. That's 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 one thing. That's By the way, I'm I'm very surprised that Werewolf got Station of the Year. Yeah. Really well, surprised. I don't really listen to them, but I, I guess from what I understand, they're doing a bit more local talk, at least during the daytime. But I'm not really—I don't really listen to them that much. So, and can you get them in Indianapolis? Can you get Woe at all there? Yeah, well? if you want to. And yeah. you can, I think you can get them on, uh, you know, I know online. The, I know they're definitely on the internet, but uh, hell yeah, yeah. I that was one of my favorite stations back in the day. Oh you, yeah, you can get that them. was the one. If you wanted, to, when kids were little and nobody knew where anything was, and you wanted to impress them. And you get your little radio out, and you say, and here's WOWO in Indiana. Ooh, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. But, you know, I don't know about you, except for sometimes when I'm in the mode for it, I just as soon take out my phone or whatever device I'm using and check it on the Internet. I don't like all the static and all the trouble it is yeah, on AM. Nope. You know, nope. I hate to say it that I'm, way, I'm but... You. But yeah, it's all the fuzz and the buzz, you know. It's just like, just listen, I just want to hear, plus I can hear stuff in stereo if it's in stereo. You know, well, like, I will say that history-wise, they certainly have a big history. And, of course, you you know, when you think of oh, Bowl, sure. you think of you think of Bob Seaver's doing the morning show. And, of course, 
I remember when they were doing, you know, rock and roll, and they had Dick Underwood, yeah. and they had Rob uh, uh, Ron Gregory, and they had uh, yeah, Ron Fry, and yeah, and uh, so you know and, those things. And are Ron Gregory, Ron Gregory was just as nice off the air as he sounded on the air. He was a really, really nice guy. You know, you're you're so right, Bernie. I talked to him because I I was going to be doing an interview with him uh, for when I was working at WJPZ, and they wanted me to do an interview of radio announcer. I called the station. And he was, you're right, as nice as could be. And he told me about oh, yeah. spending. And he told me about spending time in Syracuse. I said, "Well, where did you go in Syracuse?" He says, "Oh, well, don't put this on the air." But we all went to a strip club. I said, "Well, I'm not going to put that on the air." But it, it was just, it, he was just so real. I mean, there was nothing phony yeah. about this guy. Not at all. But you know, you, you used to listen to like WHBU and things like that. now. You say, why bother? Why tune up and down that dial when a lot of the AM receivers aren't as good as they used to be? And you get static and you get this. If you got a cable box on, you got something, then you say, why do I want to do it? And if you have a lady yep. A device, that'll interfere with radio. Yeah. Um, well, this yeah. is certainly true. So it's easier to say, before we say it's time for Jeff's News, it's easier to say... Hey, Lady A, play WHBU. And there, a few seconds later, there, there it is. You exactly. Should, uh, you know? going to say that, though, really. Right. I, <laughs> I guess I must be L-A-Z-Z, whatever. You know. By the way, I got to tell you one quick thing, guys. I was taking an Uber home from the pharmacy this afternoon, and the lady who was driving me said, I said, wow, that radio sounds good, and, and I'm sitting there listening Oh, I know why it sounds so good. You're actually listening to XM Radio, and she I, said, "Yeah." I, I, she says, "I got to tell you the truth. I, I, I'm, I live. I'm from this area." She said to me, "But I cannot stand radio in Albany, New York anymore. I, there's nothing to listen to anymore." And she was listening to the set, yep. set, the '70s at seven, or was it, you know the Channel Seven, which is yeah. the '70s. Seventy, and, yeah, yeah. And and uh, she liked it. And I told her about if you have the app on your phone. There are extra channels, and why don't you search for 60s, 70s, and 80s, and they call it the 60s, 70s, 80s rock, um, uh, what do they call it, smash-up, and, and it's called the Rock Wall, and they play classic rock from the 60s, 70s, and, 80 and 80s, and it actually fits together. It's hard, it's hard to believe that I'm, I'm supposed to be talking about radio, and really, it is radio, and and so, I, and she says, "Wow, I'll I'll, I'll check it out because you can't play it on the on the actual XM radio itself in the car because there are more channels that are actually available on the app and on online." So, mm-hmm. all right, Bill, I'll turn it over to you. All right, it's a time for that Lady A award winning. I finally <laughs> figured out where the award came from. It came from Lady A and Lady G. They gave Jeff the award for the award winning news only because people asked for it. So, that's why. So, here you go, Jeff. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and news is happening in the world of broadcasting. Salem buys two more radio stations in Miami, Florida. Odyssey syndicates two of its radio shows. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at this September. Nielsen Personal People Meter Ratings. It was a very busy week this week in the world of broadcasting. Salem Media and Odyssey make news. Last week, we told you that Salem Media had paid $5 million for radio station WMYMAM. They transmit on a frequency of 990. Well, Salem continues to shop around in Miami, Florida, and they bought two more radio stations. 
Here are the details. The first radio station we're going to talk about is radio station WWFEAM. They transmit on a frequency of 670 with an FM translator. The station broadcasts a Spanish talk format. The next station that Salem Broadcasting is buying is radio station WRHCAM with their FM translator. The AM station transmits on a frequency of 1550 with the Spanish variety hits format. The deal follows the death of radio station owner Robert Rodriguez, who owned radio station WRHCAM and WWFEAM. The price that Salem is paying for these radio stations has not been disclosed yet, and we'll let you know more about what will happen with these radio stations after the sale is consummated. In other news, Odyssey is making news with a partnership with United Stations. In this partnership, Odyssey will syndicate two of their radio shows, The Ed Lover Experience, which is heard on hip-hop and R&B radio stations, and The Katie and Company Show, which is heard on Odyssey's country radio stations. This gives Odyssey the ability to syndicate these radio shows outside the Odyssey portfolio. The date for all this to occur is January 1st. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. We told you last week that there had been a number of layoffs at Beasley Media. Well, there's more fallout from the layoffs at Beasley Media, this time in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at radio station WMMR-FM with their rock format. Gone is Paul Jackson, who had been handling afternoons for this radio station for the past 18 years. No replacement has been named for Paul Jackson, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In Boston, Massachusetts, Mike Larkart is back working for the Toucher and Rich show. We told you last week that Mike Larkart, the producer of the show, was laid off. However, Rich of the Toucher and Rich show is going to be paying Mike Larkart's salary. WBZ-FM is the number one sports radio station in Boston, Massachusetts, and both Toucher and Rich say they could not do the show without Mike Larkart. In Dallas, Texas, and Rochester, New York, iHeartMedia is making some changes to its hot talk formatted radio stations on the weekends. The stations affected here are radio station WEGL-FM in Dallas, Texas, and radio station WAIO-FM in Rochester, New York. Both radio stations will be adding programming from the Vegas Stats and Information Network on Saturday and Sunday afternoons. Congratulations go out to Craig Michaels, who's the new operations manager, at Stevens Media-owned and operated radio stations WWRM-FM and radio station WFKL-FM. WWRM-FM broadcasts an adult contemporary format, and radio station WFKL-FM broadcasts a variety hits format. Craig Michaels comes to this radio group after working for Seven Mountains Media in Pennsylvania. Congratulations go out to Ian Canfield, who's the new morning personality at radio station KBZ-TFM in San Diego, California. KBZ-TFM broadcasts an alternative rock format. Ian Canfield could also be heard on radio station KVIL-FM in Dallas, Texas, and radio station WDZH-FM in Detroit, Michigan, also broadcasting an alternative of rock format. In other news, let's move our microphones to Los Angeles, California, where KNX AM is making some changes to the radio landscape. With the retirement of Dick Helton, who had been doing mornings at KNX AM, Mike Simpson, who is doing afternoons for the radio station, is now moving to mornings. He'll be joining Vicki Moore and Jennifer York. We also have to congratulate Dick Helton, who had been doing mornings at the radio station. He had spent 24 years at radio station KNX AM, and before working for KNX AM, Dick Helton spent many years working at radio station WBBM AM in Chicago, Illinois. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen September Personal People Meter Ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KLTH-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KOPB-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon is radio station KKCW-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one ranked radio station is WBAV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WKQC-FM with an adult contemporary format and 
And finally, the number three rack radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina, is WLKOFM with an adult hits format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one rack radio station is KONOFM with a classic hits format. The number two rack radio station is KISSFM with a rock format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in San Antonio, Texas, is KQXTFM with an adult contemporary format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one rack radio station is KNRSFM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KSLAM, also programming a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah, is KODJFM with a classic its format. In Sacramento, California, the number one rank radio station is KFBKAM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KSEGFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Sacramento, California is KNCIFM with a country format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rank radio station is KWIDFM with a Spanish adult hits format. The number two rank radio station is KKLZFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KSNEFM with an adult contemporary format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one rank radio station is WDVEFM with a rock format. The number two rank radio station is WWSWFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRKFM with an adult hits format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WMMOFM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is WCFBFM with an urban format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Orlando, Florida is WXXLFM with a top 40 format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WLWAM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is WUBEFM with a country format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WGRRFM with a classic its format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is KCMO FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is KCFXFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is WDAFM with a country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WMJIFM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WZAKFM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WNCXFM with a classic rock format. In Columbus, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WBNSFM with an all sports format. The number two rank radio station is WNCI-FM with a pop CHR format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WOSU-FM with a news talk format. In Austin, Texas, the number one rec radio station is KBPA-FM with an adult hits format. The number two rec radio station is KKMJ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Austin, Texas is KUT-FM with a news talk format. Finally, in Indianapolis, Indiana, the number one rec radio station is WJJK-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is WIBC-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Indianapolis, Indiana is WYXB-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Swiffer, followed by Indeed, Zip Recruiter, Vix, and Lowe's Home Improvement Centers. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. Hey guys, this is John Wesley Smith with a few quick things for you. I heard Denny Matthews interviewed on 
ESPN in the middle of the day, the day after Vin Scully passed away, and he read that same letter from the 93-year-old visually impaired lady. And it was funny hearing his uh, faux pas about guys' foods. They, of course, uh, sold a lot of potato chips. I ate a lot of guys' potato chips in the past, and their slogan used to be, nuts to you from guys. <laughs> Obviously, that's why they would have changed that. XETRA, great station, yeah. And you know who else did um, a similar kind of thing? was X-Rock 80, X-E-R-O-K, on 800. And um, from around 72 through 74, maybe 75, I'm not sure, uh, they were doing a top 40 format, at least at night. I don't know if they did that all the time or not. But I thought it was interesting when a guy named Bill Stevens, who worked at KOIL in Omaha, went from there down to X-Rock 80 for a while. And uh, the uh, station in Phoenix, Cool FM. Yeah, interesting variety. I kind of like their variety. Um, I don't care for all the songs, per se, but, but good variety. It's just too bad they didn't have any personality. A nice package, but no personality. That's radio today. Listener comments are always welcome. So give us a call on that feedback line, 800 693 that's 800-693-0595 and an option two for the podcast team very good jeff thank you so much oh no problem and thank you john wesley smith i know you've contributed many times before very insightful uh, call thank you we'd like to hear more people like that of course the feedback line is 800-693-0595 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team over to you, Bill. I'd like to uh, agree with him about X Rock. That was a great station. I used to love listening to that. I wish I could find some air checks. The only air check I found was one that was two minutes long. So I'm going to tr- continue the search because I'd like to. Yeah. At some point. So, I've got some stuff of theirs on cassette that I recorded from San Diego years ago, but I don't well, have any way of. <laughs> if you could get those cassettes converted to digital, I can certainly take care oh, of that. If I, if I could get all that stuff converted, you would be the first to get it. <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate that, Gary. Thank you. Um, uh, other than that, uh, really, the radio news was, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's uneventful. It's always eventful when we do radio news because there's always something going on. But uh, I, it, it, what, what, it's not as – this week it wasn't really as exciting as per se, but uh, it, it was interesting to see that Salem is going back into the, uh, into the right. uh, Miami, Florida. Um, and, and maybe now is the right time um, with the talk format coming on. With the politics changing and elections, elections coming up in a few years or so, uh, this might be the, the thing that's going to make them some more money at, at this point. <laughs> Who knows? I, I just that that was know. pretty unusual about Rich of Toucher and Rich uh, paying that guy's salary. I read an article about it in the Globe, and they were really saying that that show just didn't wouldn't work as efficiently and and be as uh, good as it is mm-hmm. without that guy. I don't listen to them very much, but um, you know that he's been there with them before they w- went sports. He was with them when they were on uh, Mix. And, That's uh, right. You know, so uh, well, you know, he to was him somebody that were too. Well, it's that a lot of money is, because yeah. if we we delve into it, they're paying his salary plus they're paying an administrative fee to Beasley to do that because right. I suspect the reason they're doing that is so that that he can still stay on the same health plan. And yeah, that, health and, health insurance and all all that. Yeah, all that stuff. And so to do that, uh, Beasley has obviously <clears throat> has 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 to, has to charge him money to do that to keep him on the books essentially. But, again, it is a sad situation, and we're all seeing it. I mean, I, I see it even where I live in my apartment building where they've had to cut back on staff and things of that nature. So uh, every, everything is being affected, so it, and hopefully it won't, be, it won't be a forever thing. I mean, 
Chris, you were around during the recession in the 1970s, early 73, yep. when they had the price uh, and the energy crisis and the price wage yep. controls. And remember that back, back in 1980, they had uh, they had economic problems. When I first moved to Albany, uh, we were in a mini recession back there. Back but then. radio was pretty seamless. There, you know, you didn't hear the hearts of shows being. I mean, obviously, I'm sure people were laid off or moved around or you know asked to take pay cuts or whatever. But they, you know, you didn't see anybody. I mean, sometimes. There are important people that are laid off out of these stations, and you know, not necessarily on the air, but background people. That didn't happen back then. No, it didn't. But uh, well, it's also a totally different world now. And even even if the economy gets back to normal, uh, owners are going to say, "Well, why are we going to have to hire these people when we can make do with less?" And we're doing it now anyway. And I don't I don't see that changing, unfortunately. Right. So, yeah, I don't. It's it is it is as I as my sister says to me all the time. We talk about the economy, and we talk about everything, and she goes, Jeff, I'm going to tell you what, my, what, what your dad used to tell us all the time. It is what it is, and you pers- you personally cannot change it. So <laughs> that's I all I can do. I Parcell started that with it is what it is. Okay. Maybe that's why my dad got it, for all I know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. What, but he would say that all the time, and, and he would always say when, when we were going through the inflation period back in the 70s and back in, like, 1980 or so, he would say, you have to learn to cut back. And I said, how much more can I cut back? You know, I mean, I was living, I was living, you know, I was, you know, how can I cut back? I'm cutting back as much as I can. But, uh, right. and, of course, of course, this is all it's, all, it's all relative to the times we live in. So that's all I can say. So, Bill, I'll turn it over to you, and maybe you want to have uh, bring our next feature coming up, or yeah, I guess we do. We've got uh, Jennifer; she's been doing yeoman work for the alumni this last week. She brailed all of the secretary's report, wrote all that, did all that. She did the mm-hmm. treasurer's report. She How many copies of that agenda. stuff did she have to do? Well, she did up to thirty for some of them. Wow. So, she told me she and, the emboss- and the embosser held up, huh? Oh yeah, she got that new embosser. Oh yeah, and, and uh, right. it's working real well. So she she has enough for everybody and did all the prayer service and put them in booklets and and all that stuff. So she Good. she wins the MVP. They, for they may not want to vote for you, Bill, but they'd vote for her. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, so, need to, you need to marry that woman, Bill. Yeah. Uh, my, all that work she's doing. You need to marry that woman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. But we did have time to go out last night for some uh, tenderloin, get tenderloins over in a new place in Beach Grove. They... It used to be called Monkey Business, but they changed it to the Thirsty Turtle 2. And you can go Wednesday nights, you can get uh, Tenderloin. And they're big here in Indiana for six bucks. And I mean, they're big. Wow. Good. And of course, they had to have a margarita or two to slide it down. I was yeah, going to Bill, I was gonna say to you, Bill, you would have given Jennifer, Jennifer a raise, but the only raise you could give her right now is to raise the height of her chair. So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, but so, with other than that, we're going to play this call letter and format, and we'll see what she come up with for this week. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of October 20th. WTJZAM 1650, Portsmouth, Virginia, changes calls to WJFV. 
AM, WGFP AM, 940, Webster, Massachusetts, changes calls to WQVR AM, WCFW FM, 105.7, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, changes slogan from C105 to 105. 5.7 W-E-Z-Y W-E-Z-Y AM 1350 Portage, Wisconsin changes slogan from AM 1350 WPDR to Wanna Rock W-F-R-L AM 1570 Freeport, Illinois changes slogan from genuine country 1570 to iron country 104.3 and 1570 k-i-t-z a.m. 1400 silverdale washington changes format from silent to news talk w-g-f-p a.m. 940 webster massachusetts Changes calls to WQVR AM. WNBZ FM, Saranac, New York. Changes slogan from WNBZ 106.3 to Z 106.3. The Z. KRKE AM 1100, Peralta, New Mexico. Changes format from regional Mexican to 80s hits. And changes slogan from Exidos 106.3 to the 80s channel. KBAD FM 103.3, Mullen, Texas. Changes calls to KKBW FM. WOHT FM 92.3, Granada, Mississippi. Changes calls to WENQ FM. KSMO AM 1340, Salem, Missouri. Changes slogan from KSMO 1340 AM to your. Ozark Information Source. WNIO AM 1390, Youngstown, Ohio, changes slogan from The Sports Animal to 1390, The Gambler. Those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you, Jennifer. You're just like clockwork, you and Jeff. Um, Jennifer puts it in the box, and Jeff works on it, makes it sound good, and there we go. That's how we get things done. So I have a question for the Texans in the panel. Was KBAD Outlaw Country by any chance? Don't know anything about them. Don't know anything about them. Don't They're know. cool call letters, though. Yeah. I remember that used to be those callers used to be on 920. I think it was 920 in Vegas back in the day, or was that KORK? Yeah. It must have been a bad format because they changed. Well, that, you know, they're probably out in the middle of nowhere, so, you know. I don't know too much about that. Yeah, I don't know too much yeah. about that area of the country. I don't really follow it as well, so. I think it's out in the middle of West Texas, somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. I think you're right. Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere. I'm not sure. I've in the badlands yeah. of New Mexico and all that stuff. Not quite there. Mighty Rob. I've, I've asked this question before. What was the shortest... And everyone can answer this format change, actual format change that you've seen the format hyped and it went back quickly to two where? Days. Two days. Wow. Two days. Elaborate on that. Okay. There was a station that was KFWD in Dallas. 
and they were beautiful music. So they went top 40 uh, this one Monday morning. And they were, you know, they even had, uh, yeah, they didn't have jingles quite yet. They had a staff. And so they did it Monday and Tuesday. And Wednesday, they were back to beautiful music. And then a few months later, they became uh, three in a row. They would play three in a row and back sell them. And they did that until they went progressive rock or AOR at 74, which they did for about 20 years or 25 years. Mm-hmm. That's the story of the two-day format change. How long did WSM uh, do the do the sports format? Uh, New Year's Day, and then it was about two days, I think, a day and a half, two days. <laughs> that was a quick one. I don't even remember them switching to ESPN. Well, they didn't really switch. They were they were running bowl games from ESPN, and they were go- after New Year's Day. They were going to go to ESPN, and that was when Charlie Daniels led the protest. So they actually didn't go live on the network. Um, well, they they ran some ESPN Sports Centers and stuff, and then but they ran some ESPN Sports Centers and a couple. But it was whatever New Year's Day was, and then the day after because it was a weekend. It was around a weekend or something, and so they just. They ran whatever ESPN, but then that, by the time the Opry came back on, they were back to WSM. So it kind of was a format change, but it was stopped before it really got going, I guess. Just stay with that one. I think the shortest ever here in Indianapolis might have been 9.50. They went from rocked, and then they went to big band, and then they went to religious broadcasting pretty quickly from big band Bill Shirk was doing all those different formats maybe maybe 810 did some shuffling what about you Bernie do you ever remember any yeah, I think uh, I think 810 is the one that comes to mind for me because they were weren't they WIGO at one time yes they were and uh, they were not WIGO for very long that that was a weird format just like uh, <laughs> 1500 was, weren't they WNDY for a little while? Yeah, beautiful music. And then they went Southern Gospel. And they've never yeah. looked back. <laughs> yeah, they've never looked back. Uh, one of the ones that was no. on WNTS was a short lived, very impactful format. Maybe a Maybe it was a year, year and a half, but it was very impactful format, and they really made a splash, and then they were gone. Of course, they were just a daytime signal. In Um, Syracuse, WNDR kept saying, and Bob Massey is coming. Who's Bob Massey? Listen on Monday, and you'll find out. (laughs) Never came to the radio station and we never heard the, the announcements again. <laughs> That's like and that then, happened at <laughs> KNUS, too. Uh, the, the other form, the other thing that happened in Syracuse, all over the TV dial, they were saying, it's coming, the new Latin, the new Latin and soul format, it's coming this week to Syracuse. It never came either. It's like that job I got one time. The guy said, you're hired, you're hired. I'm still waiting. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, I'm waiting. Too. Yeah, I'm waiting. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had that. That situation too, where the guy kept saying "you're hired," but he was saying it in Spanish, and I never, never quite understood. <laughs> That's that. why you can't uh, catch yeah. on. So therefore, I only lasted about two days at the job, and it was uh, very sad for me. Yeah. Um, but you know, speaking of that kind of stuff, though, there have been program directors who 
came to radio stations and lasted a very short time uh, at a particular station here in Indianapolis. Uh, I know we've talked about him before. Chris Bailey, who ended up at WNDE, came to Indianapolis to work on WIFE. And he actually got lured away by WNDE in a very short time. And he was only at WNDE then for a very short time because they got a new GM who brought in his own program director. So that stuff happens a lot. Yeah, what about uh, yeah. the, the thing when a program director comes in? And I know we've talked about this, and I, you, you have mentioned this before, Bernie, of New York, when WORFM started. This is 1966, and they had to separate their programming from their AM, and they came up with a really cool kind of top 40 progressive format. Um, we've done a, a little bit of this many years ago when we, when we first started doing stuff on All Things Radio, and uh, RKF said, well, we're making so much money in, in uh, California at KFRC and KHJ, we want to do this to all the other stations in the company. And the minute they put the Drake format in, they started changing the playlist. They started gradually putting it in. Everyone resigned. Roscoe resigned on the air. But it was a quick boom. And they were all gone, and Drake was in. Uh, and didn't you talk about a program director in Indiana that you remembered uh, when, 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 when he came and wanted to change things and everyone quit at the radio station? Maybe it wasn't you. Yeah, that's, uh, that's who I'm talking about, Chris Bailey. Oh, that is Chris Bailey. Came to WNDE and everybody on the air loved him, just loved him. And uh, then a new uh, GM came in, said, I'm going to bring in my own guy, Dave Parks from Philadelphia. And so everybody walked out with yeah. Chris Bailey. And you know who so Dave Parks is? He, was, he, worked, he worked at WFIL. He did. He did um, yes, he did. And he was very good at what he did at WFIL, but, uh, yeah. you know. But you just, unfortunately, it's, and that's the business of radio. I mean, you, you can't, you know, I've seen it over and over again. When a program director comes in, they want to make their stamp on the place. And uh, it's, uh, it is what it is again. <laughs> We've said this but before. Back, in, back in the days when, when Chris Bailey was at WNDE and things like that, it was so exciting because, like, you could hear a guy, you could hear a radio station, and if you really knew programming, you knew who the program director was. Like when Bill Hennis. Uh, was programming WNDE, his first thing to do was to speed all the records up. And that what he did that at every station he worked for at the time, WKLO down Louisville, uh, even CKLW in uh, Windsor, Detroit. He, he sped the records up, and that was his thing. And uh, so as soon as he got to Windy here in town, that's one of the first things he did. He also worked at WNDE. Uh, and we'll give you 62 minutes of music. That's right. <laughs> he also worked in, pretty uh, common I, in I believe he also worked in, in Connecticut as well. I, just, I don't remember the station he worked in, but I know he worked in Connecticut. And if you'd like to know more about him, you can find uh, information about him on realradio.com. And I believe he's still alive. Well, Jeff, I guess it's about time we did the uh, the we've been doing sports segments for the past few weeks. And now we're going to do a broadcaster's broadcaster. It's like saying a man's man. The guy's been around broadcasting for a long time, at least probably almost 40 years, maybe longer. 84. That's 84 is when we started. Okay, so we're talking okay, about... Okay, we, we're doing... Uh, wait a minute, are we doing uh, LeBeau or are we doing uh, Craig Way? We're doing Craig Way right now. But he's yeah, done okay. 48 yeah. years. And some of the audio, I need to apologize on this but it just couldn't be helped it's what it was the announcer is what he was and it can't be helped but 
Craig Way is the model of consistency. Mm-hmm. These two, not so much. But anyway, let's take a listen for the next 11 minutes and 28 seconds. <laughs> Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. Today, I have a, a guest that needs no introduction to Longhorn fans. Uh, it is Craig Way, voice of the Longhorns, play-by-play voice of the Longhorns, Texas High School Football Hall of Fame, uh, host of uh, a show on the horn up in Austin, 104.9. Uh, but why does he need no introduction? I, I think that I'm going to play a sound bite here for everybody, and I hope they can hear it. I tell you what, Craig, uh, as my dad says, uh, every time he hears that, chills go down his spine. I think, I think that, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that uh, a lot of Longhorn fans feel it's similar. Well, here's the, here's the interesting story about what happened after that call, after that game, and back in town and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you've been in the uh, Texas football complex many, many times, and even before the new South End Zone renovation and all that sort of stuff, when you just walked into the regular a Moncrief New House uh, uh, area and you had the big lobby for a time, a long time, when you opened the door, when you walked in, that call would be played over a speaker. When you just you were just walking in, if you had an appointment, if you're a uh, visitor, whatever, that call would be played. Well, sitting at the desk on the other side of the glass, but in full audio uh, range of it, was Amy Beagle, who, you know, a long time, uh, she was uh, the, uh, the administrative associate uh, to uh, to Gene Chiswick, to just about all of the defense coordinators, and a great lady. Amy heard that call so many times, endlessly, day after day after day. After day. It apparently became a party routine. And so if it was Longhorn staff party, she could do it. She could hit. I finally heard her do it one time. She hit every cadence. Every syllable the way I did it told people she does it better than I did. I mean, she was she was amazing because she heard it on on loop, so to speak, a replay so often. I'm sure it must have made her crazy, but uh, she's a great lady. And uh, so that's what comes to mind a lot of times when I hear the call. I think about Amy sitting there hearing it over and over. Yeah, um, Craig, you take take us back to that season, really. And I, I've got a bunch of stuff I want to talk to you about, but just take us back to that season. It was kind of magical uh, from going to the horseshoe and uh, beating Ohio State. Uh, you were there for that. Uh, overcoming an, a, a lead by Oklahoma State that looked uh, uh, pretty intimidating, a, uh, a big win over uh, OU, exercised some demons, and then uh, what happened in the Big 12 championship game where Texas just annihilated uh, Colorado and then uh, set that up for the win uh, against USD in the road. You know, Bobby, I tell people that um, the 2005 season was unbelievable, incredible match, all those things. I firmly believe to this day, popular opinion or not, that what happened in 05 would not have been possible or at least might have been drastically altered had it not been for the fourth and 18 run that Vince Young had at Kansas the year before. Texas was on the verge of losing. They would not have gone to the Rose Bowl. They would have been in the Alamo Bowl. It, I don't think it would have given them as fair a shake to set the stage for the mono on mono matchup all season long. Is USC winning? Is Texas winning? Because Texas was able to win that game and go on and get into the Rose Bowl and win the Rose Bowl over Michigan with Vince having a landmark game that year. I think it's at the stage that set everything in motion in 05, and that included in confidence. Uh, Mac Brown always told the story about how in the summertime, uh, Vince went and rode on a big dry erase board 
uh, during the summertime. Anybody wants to beat Ohio State, meet me here tonight at 7 o'clock. Like for extra work, and they all showed up, and they all bought in. So all of those things you mentioned, the, the win in the horseshoe, magical uh, moment as well, exercising the demon of beating Oklahoma. I think about two plays in that game, Jamal Charles, 80 yards up the middle, and big Rod Wright just steaming <laughs> down the field, you know, at, toward the end of the game. It always always comes to mind as, as putting the exclamation point on that. You mentioned the trailing Oklahoma State. They'd actually gotten used to that. Remember in 04 when they were down 35-7 and came back? They had to come back again up in uh, in uh, Stillwater when they were down 28-9 and, and did that. And then they had the game, you know, after they had beaten teams like Missouri and Texas Tech, who were supposed to be good, and they were good, but Texas handled them. And then uh, they uh, after that happens, then, of course, they have the game with A&M. And they don't play their best game. And Vince doesn't play his best game. A lot of folks said that's what might have cost them the heist. And they struggled for a time. Eventually pulled away and won the game. But they struggled. So all of those things set it up. You mentioned the Big 12 Championship where they just flattened Colorado, beat them 70-3. to And they got the extra motivation. I know Vince did about the Heisman uh, vote going the way it did. So that they were clearly ready by the time they got to Southern California for the workouts. And they just kept a low profile. You remember what it was like, Bobby, that whole week out there. It was a coronation basically, of, of USC. And, and, uh, and you know, they've won 34 in a row, and it kind of made sense for a lot of that. But this group kind of knew all along they had a shot. If they played well enough, and they had to play as well as they could offensively, and, uh, given what they were giving up defensively, to find a way to win. And yet, ironically, they make the big fourth and two stop. At that point, Keith Moreland's working the broadcast with me. We look at each other. We just maybe it's just because we were around Vince so long and around that team, they were going to win, even though they still had to go down the field four once they got the stop. Because we had said at one point in the third quarter, I think at 24 23, we took off our headset during a break, said, got to get a stop, some one big stop, one big stop, and it'll flip. And of course, when they were down 12 with six minutes to go, it was like maybe it won't happen. But he took them down the field and they had to get the one to stop. They didn't got it. So, uh, yeah, memories, great memory, clearly historic memories, things like that. But I inside reflect all the way back to 04 and that fourth and 18 run at Kansas to make to set in motion everything for 05. Craig, I've got some more Texas uh, memories I want to share with you in a minute. Uh, but first, I want to talk about your election uh, to the Texas High School Hall of Fame, High School Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations. I, I know it's been a couple of years now, uh, but uh, as someone that worked with you on broadcast going back 20 plus years now, uh, it's well-deserved. I think I speak uh, not on, only on my behalf, but on the behalf of a lot of people that have worked with you through the years, as well as numerous high school football coaches that have held you in high esteem. Uh, you've always covered high school football in the state uh, with the reverence, I think is a good word to put, uh, that uh, it deserves and, and the place that it deserves. And, and so uh, congratulations on that honor. How did that feel for you? And, and uh, you know, what, tell us your thoughts about that, that, that not just, not just the award, but what high school football in the state of Texas mean to you. Well, I appreciate it, Bobby. And listen, if you and I are being completely honest with one another for the fans, you and me, what we did together, it's almost 30 years. <laughs> almost 30. You remember in the early 90s, going, going to sit at recruits' houses and taping the TV show together. I mean, it's almost 30 years that it started. Uh, uh, it, it has been a labor of love, and I've been broadcasting and covering high school football, high school sports in Texas for 40 years. This fall, I just, I'm, I'm, finishing my 40th year right now here in as we head toward the spring and this fall will be my 41st year it's always been incredible i grew up in north carolina but when i came out to texas at age 18 i saw how different it was here i saw how special it was here i saw the community wrap itself around the, the football players the coaches the programs i saw what it meant to the families and to those communities you know when people ask me 
What do you, uh, you know, where should I go to get a true sense of high school football? Should I go, you know, see Odessa Permian or should I go see Allen or should I go see Katie? And I said, yeah, you could do all of those or South Lake Arrow. You could also do Brownwood. You could also do Salina. Uh, you could also do Stratford way up in the Panhandle or, or uh, uh, you know, Port Isabel down in the Rio Grande Valley. I mean, it, it means what it means everywhere. And and so uh, that that means an awful lot. In in terms of the hall, you know, this it, you know, Bobby, when I went in with that class in 2016, it was like the old Sesame Street thing. One of these things is not like the other because I'm going in with Vince Young and I'm going in with Kevin Smith and going in with Bob Ledbetter, the legendary South Lake Herald coach. I, I, I'm, you know, going in with all these great coaches and players i'm like and me in this deal so it's been wonderful that was it was very uh nice of them I, the the whatever impact folks have have made and, and and i think in the uh induction they said what i did as a broadcaster revolutionized the way high school football is seen and heard on radio and television and i think it was a collective effort john heike at at uh, uh, then uh, Fox Sports Southwest was he had the vision, he had the dream of all the state championship being contested at the same site, and I just I was also out there preaching that gospel as well, and and we thought it could be. Now we didn't have a vision of what would happen with Jerry World and ATT Stadium, but that was the vehicle that made it all possible, and now. It, you know, it's a statement of life. It's what we're used to, to seeing that. And it's a wonderful thing. So it means a great deal to me, clearly. Uh, I've sent, uh, been asked to serve just recently on the board uh, for the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame uh, because they wanted a little bit different perspective just other than just retired coaches and players as well. And we had some really lively discussions. And there, there are a lot of very deserving players and coaches who still deserve to go in. And I think their time is going to be coming here in the near future. That's awesome. That That's great to hear. I, I feel like... Uh... I feel like when you mentioned John Heike, Jeff Watts did the Texas High School Extra back in the day as well. Uh, but I remember John, uh, and, and you know, he he uh, he's a, a great guy. But he was the one that always had that vision of of bringing everybody together in one venue for a state championship. Advocated advocated for it for such a long time. The UIL uh, ended up going with Charles Bright up as its new head, and I think those two got together and made that a reality. And I, I do think that that efforts from you uh, along the way from a – I don't want to say political because it wasn't so much political as it was just this would be awesome for the state of Texas, and it would put football maybe in the in the pleasant uh, – in the in – the, I guess it would place football – in a marquee venue in a marquee time where everybody tuned in for all, you know what yeah. I mean? As opposed yeah. to just piecemeal everywhere. I, I totally agree with it. And, and here's the other thing, Bobby, there's, there was one other major piece of this that had to work in order for all that to work. And that was the Texas high school coaches association. The coaches were the ones who for many years, were resistant to a single site because they felt they wouldn't have control of the element they needed to give themselves the best chance to win. And I, I got it. And I also thought that there was some, some merit, some merit to, uh, to some of these smaller cities that got a chance to host a state championship. I went in 1986 to see Burkeville and Monday playing a 1A state championship in Mahia on a chilly Friday night in December. And I remember what the town, how excited they were. I remember 1985, Goldthwait and Runge playing in Georgetown. And when the legendary Gordon Wood walked into the press box, there was a small press box, guys were falling over themselves, literally, to get him a chair to sit down. So it meant a lot in those smaller communities, understood that. But by getting it all under one roof, it gave the maximum amount of people an opportunity to witness these games. That's why you have 260,000 people come to the state championship in Arlington every year because it maximizes the opportunity to say nothing of what it means to coach in that building and play for a state title in the building.
Okay, Sean, you can take it away and see what you thought of that. Okay, the guy, the guy there that was interviewing him, Bobby Burton. He's not a radio guy. What he he covers high school recruiting for Inside Texas, and so he was talking about the high, the Fox Sports Southwest High School Football Extra that started in '94. It's a statewide high school football show that Craig Way's been doing since then. So, so he's not a radio guy, but I mean, yeah, like I said he's you know he's he's a writer, and I think that was his on Texas podcast, but. Yeah, Craig's been, he started KRLD in 84, but obviously he mentioned he was doing high school football before that while he was at North Texas because they had, they have a great sports programming department. I mean, all the sportscasters that have come out of North Texas, so they had them all doing high school games and yeah, in those, he did that. Oh, go ahead, in, those yeah. year, in those years, KRLD had a lot of, and them and BAP both because they were the big guns in the northern part of the state would do high school scoreboard shows on Friday night. Now, I don't think they do yeah, that and now, but they did that up until no. up through the 80s, at least, mid-80s. And, well, he, yeah, and that's what so I was going to talk about also. He, t- yeah, he told the story of how that came about with KRLD after, because he was an intern at KRLD, and then Frank Gleber died, Brad Sham became uh, the sports director, and he hired a bunch of those guys, him and George Dunham and Craig Miller, they were all in this class, uh, Dave Barnett and David Hatch did over at BAP. Well, yeah, he brought Cooperstein in from out of town. He was from, he didn't go to yeah, the Texas. But he, yeah, I don't know where he went. Yeah. I don't know where he went, but he was from yeah. somewhere back east. Yeah. yeah, he was from Philly. He was from Philly, but yeah, so he brought all these guys in, and Craig Way was the nighttime guy, and he goes, Dallas, I can't get all of Dallas's scores in in 10 minutes, and he got them to sacrifice an hour of news on Friday night for in Dallas doing high school football and because of their signal, he said, hey, we cover most of Texas. He started doing that and that, and then he got him to do a game of the week and then he was the Southwest Conference, the anchor for the old Southwest Conference radio network because all the Southwest Conference schools were syndicated by the same network, host communications, and then they split off in 88 and he did it for Texas and then in 92, he became the color analyst with Bill Schoen, when Bill Schoen became the play-by-play guy for football and basketball, and then Carol D kind of cut back on their sports programming, and then there was an opening in Austin, and he said he's always wanted to do college play-by-play. He came down in 97 to KVET and did the show with Bill Schoen, and then in 01, Bill Schoen went off to the Spurs, and so he in 02, for the 01-02 basketball, he came voice of the Longhorns from then, and then he stayed with them, even when the Zone and Clear Channel lost him and they went over to the Horn and Coke FM and he went over. His show's actually called Light the Tower and it's based on his Light the Tower Orange call that he did. And he's called several championships and several... Uh, he's called high school state championships, I think, every year since 1989 with Texas. either on radio and TV and he's called... You know, like he's been involved with... And he said he's never wanted to do... He's never wanted to do pro sports. He's always wanted to do... He's always wanted to be the voice of a college, and he came out of North Carolina, and he was a Rams and Dodger fan, which is ironic in North Carolina. He even jokes about it, but and you know, I'm not—I won't say I'm best friends with him. I mean, we're acquaintances. We know each other. We've we've talked. I mean, I've met him a few times. He's given me a hard time about stuff. I mean, he's he married 
a girl that he dated before he dated his wife because his wife died on Texas OU weekend a few years ago. And then, but yeah, he's he does a lot of Westwood One stuff also, and he does talk show. And he he basically he works. He he'll be flying back and forth. At like in the next month, he'll have football, men's basketball, women's basketball. Then then in February March, he'll be doing all the tournaments and baseball. So he he's a guy that pretty much does it all. So, yeah. Wow, it sounds pretty interesting. Sean, tell, tell us a little bit about that Fox uh, Southwest show that he has on, on Fox Television. Um, is okay, that- well, it's on, yeah, that's the high school scoreboard show, the high, Fox, well, now it's Valley Sports Southwest, but, you know, he when he started it was Fox, it had just changed over to Fox Sports Southwest. It's a, It was a one-hour show on Friday nights. Now it's a two-hour show. And so a lot of times, even with him being the voice of the Longhorns, he would go in there to Dallas and do the show Friday night and then get up early Saturday morning, depending on where the Texas game was, and get there. Like, for instance, this past week, he told a story. He had an end. He went up there to do the show, and a transmitter emitter got hit, the transformer or something, so it knocked out power for the whole area. And he's in the parking lot, and they couldn't do the show. They had programming from L.A., so he just he said, I just drove up to Dallas for nothing and then came back, and he goes, he wanted to drive up there Saturday night because they were going to tape it, tape something, and air it Monday. And they're like, "No, no, we'll just zoom. You don't need to drive back. You've been doing a game. We drove up here." But he's, yeah, he's it's, he's been doing that. He's in the high school, Texas high school Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't, I, I don't. They're trying to get him in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, and uh, the owner, one of the executive Bob Cole's, trying to get him in that. And there's a bunch. And like I said, he does Westwood One. Uh, you hear him on Westwood One during the college basketball tournaments a lot of times doing the men's the women's final four it depends on how far texas how far texas goes so but yeah he's he's just what you hear with his college stuff he's just as passionate about high school sports and it's interesting because he never went to school here in texas i mean he has all his kids did but he never you know he was in high school in north carolina and north carolina you don't think of high school football but he got here and he got hooked Sean, thank you. I want to thank you for that. You've certainly given us a lot of insight into the world of Texas sports and especially the world of high school sports. Uh, thank you, Sean. Thank and then he does a talk show, got, right, Sean? Yeah, you should talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, yeah. His show is called Light the Tower, uh, ten to noon Central on the Horn. He won't be there tomorrow. He does it with a guy, Jeff Howe, who works for the same company that that Bobby Burton works for. Him and Jeff, but he's traveling to Stillwater tomorrow. But he's got to stop in Dallas tomorrow night and do stuff so he's got to go up or well, he's going to Stillwater and then back to Dallas to do the show and then back to Stillwater Saturday so he's like I'm going up and set up and then going back to that so yeah he they know him well at the airport let's just say but yeah he does that and he just got re, he married like I said this lady Linda back in July and they had the big the wedding story up in North Carolina on his vacation but yeah and he's a good he is and he is just as nice in person, maybe nicer than he is. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't talk down to people or his listeners. And when he meets them, he talks to you just the same as he would when he's interviewing Ricky Williams, who wins the Heisman Trophy. He talks. He'll talk to just Joe Schmo, just the same. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sean. That's very insightful. Oh. I appreciate it. Sounds good, Sean. Thank you. All right, Bill. Um, We're about. Now, this one, Jeff, you had a lot to do with, didn't you? This, Well, 
I got to hear Art LeBeau back in 1980. He was doing some work, I believe, at XERB, and I and I, I I really enjoyed listening to him. But as I said as I said earlier in the show, it's he's not your typical uh, format announcer. He's not Drake. He's not like anything you've heard before. But he's been doing the same thing since 1943. Essentially, he came up with the idea of the oldies format. He came up with the idea of the long distance de- of the dedications and love songs. And he put out the, the first Oldies album compilations that was called Oldies But Goodies. And I remember having those, those albums. Now, there's, a, there's another set of, of records made by Roulette called Those Original Golden Goodies. But this is Oldies But Goodies. And if you look in, on Apple Music and you look on Google Play Music and Spotify, you'll find that they've reissued some of those albums on those, uh, on those particular music services. So I think you'll find it is, he's interesting to listen to. He is. He may not be everybody's cup of tea. One thing I can tell you that he was very popular with the Latin, the Hispanic community, and people just related to him. There's nothing more that you could say about it except that they they totally related to this guy. Well, we're going to hear him right now. This week in my classic air check segment, we're remembering a radio icon who spent 79 years. That's right, 79 years in the radio business. He started his career at the age of 17 in 1943 and worked at a number of radio stations in Southern California. He was most famous for his Oldies But Goodies albums. He was also famous for doing dedications and love songs on the radio, something that hadn't been done before. He was also one of the first individuals to come up with the concept of Oldies Radio. This week, the air check that we're going to play takes us back to April 16, 1985. So without further ado, let's hear Art LeBeau on Los Angeles, California's KRLA AM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Ladies and gentlemen... KRLA remembers 1969. Well, we got a couple of quick messages to send your way, and then we'll be right back with a great oldie from back in the nifty 50s by the students called I'm So Young. Here's something extra special. The Dr. Beecham Dental Offices are now offering a dental examination, x-rays, and teeth cleaning for only $5. That's right. For a limited time, you and your family will receive a complete dental examination, x-rays, and a teeth cleaning for only $5. The Dr. Beecham Dental Offices have been providing quality dentistry for over 70 years. And their friendly staff is there to help you. Medi-Cal and insurance patients are welcome. If you have a dental insurance plan, take in your insurance form. It may easily cover all the costs. Credit terms and twilight sleep are available. Call Dr. Beecham. There are eight locations including El Monte at the corner of Valley Boulevard and Peck Road, in East L.A. at Soto and Whittier, and in Huntington Park. Don't delay. Stop in today and take advantage of this great offer for a dental examination, x-rays, and teeth cleaning for only $5. Call information for the number of the Dr. Beecham office nearest you. I've seen the commercials and the claims, and I think if people compare for themselves, they'll see there is a difference. There is one way that Lucky is different from all the 
the other supermarkets. The people who set prices at Lucky follow one simple and constant rule. Lucky must save you more money than any other market. Simply, that's the bottom line at Lucky, and you'll find it at the bottom of your grocery bill. I think there's a big difference in supermarkets, and I saved $7.60 here at Lucky's. Okie dokie, and that is a story there with um, uh, commercials, and now we got that song I was telling you about. From the Nifty Fifties on KRLA. What's your name? Shelly. Hi, Shelly. This Hi. is Art LeBeau. Hi. It's good to talk to you. Well, it's good to talk to you. <laughs> this is a radio that talks back to you. And yeah, I'm glad. You get to talk back to your radio on this station. Yeah. Any, anyway, um, I'll tell you what's happening. I'm recording you now, and we're going to play you on the radio here, and you're going to become a KRLA instant winner. All right. That's great. Yeah. So um, tell you what you win here, okay? Ready? Uh-huh. Wait a minute. <laughs> you get my handy dandy little sheet here. Well, I'll tell you what. We I know what you win. I just look. You're gonna you're gonna become a wham winner. You know what that is? All right, that's fifty dollars. Yeah, that's it. That's what you got. All right, that's great. Thanks a lot. Can you I sure can. Yeah, that's a stupid question. I, I ask that all the time. But I, I like to hear people say, yeah, I definitely, I can use $50. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I listen to you every night. I've been calling and calling and throwing dedications and requests all the time. Well, you see, I want everybody to hear you say that so they'll know that it, you shouldn't give up because you, if you keep at it, uh, you wind up being a winner. Uh, <laughs> this is me. I know. I like it, too. You like it, too? Yeah, like we got the whole it? world listening to us. Huh? Don't, hey, don't say anything you shouldn't. <laughs> I know. Huh? Uh, we got to keep this to ourselves. Listen, what song are you going to play? Um, I want, I'm going to make you love me. Okay. okay. Sounds good to me. Who's it for? It's for Ernie okay. from Wilmington. Okay, you got it. We're going to play it. Shelly. From Shelly to who? To Ernie. Hey, Ernie, you got Shelly playing you a great love song. What else do you want? <laughs> so, uh, I'm setting you up good here. Okay, well, you hang on now. Okay. There comes your song from Shelly to Ernie. Going to make you love me. Good luck with Ernie. And uh, we're going to send you $50 so you can uh, treat Ernie, take him out. Okay, thanks a lot. Want me to hang on? No, you got to hold on so I can get your address. Okay. Like them at household finance with personal loans of 
knowledgeable service, and manageable repayment plans. If you're considering a distant journey, remember the folks who are always close by to back you household finance. about want you to know why sparkless is the best you can find because we make certain that bottle after bottle year after year sparkless is always pure fresh and clear and you can be sure we plan to keep it that way sparkless drinking water has been around since 1925 and our high quality standards exceed all federal state county and local drinking water quality standards you can have clean pure sparkless water delivered to your home in five gallon bottles or get it at your supermarket in one gallon you drink when you really know drinking water. Well, the name on the bottle is Sparkless, friends. It stands for trust. It makes good sense. Me and Sparkless Water making friends. Yes, me and Sparkless Water making friends. To start taking Sparklets, phone 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4 and the word WATERS. Well, I have a couple of requests for this one. One to Victor from Glenda out in Norwalk, and one to Duke from Christine out in Pasadena. All want to hear, you really got a hold on me. the miracles you really got a hold on me well we have some dedications now by the way i got an open uh, valley line 788 krla so give me a call from out in the valley you can get through right now yeah let's see yeah you still can get through not lit up yet not lit up yet not lit up yet not lit up yet i'll do some dedications maybe it'll light up um mousy and giggles from cella don't let no one get now it's lit up don't let no one get you down uh mousy and giggles from cella uh, you got a friend going out to uh, Lourdes from uh, Gata out in San Gabriel. Searching for my baby, Pancho from Mercy, out in El Monte. To Art from Francis, Angel Baby, Cypress, it's okay. To uh, Chesty from Smiley. And uh, Veronica from Louis. Uh, get, never mind that, Manny. <laughs> hey, guys. I wonder what he's had a couple of beers tonight or something. Veronica from Louie, put your head on my shoulder. Having Mama tell your girlfriend. Having my baby to Chanty from Vicky. Linda from Joe, since I met you, baby. Or Diamonds and Pearls, okay? You meet him and you give him Diamonds and Pearls. That's the way to do that. And I uh, got a couple more here. Let's see. Here's that song again. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. To Tracy from Tony. Fran from Charlie. Ring of Fire. Out in Pacoima. I do love you. Vicky from Ringo. Wishing on a Star. Mike from Tina. Curtis from Laura. Downtown. Time is tight. To all the street people from Hobo Joe. <laughs> Time's still tight, according to Hobo Joe. Did you ever find out what that means? No. Nobody knows. Anyway, somebody knows. To Devin from Gloria in the ghetto. Uh, I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> Mike and Albert from Adela and Mara, always and forever. And all the homegirls from Lisa, party hardy. And then uh, here's a song that um, Laura's been calling in for several nights, I've noticed, and asked for this song. We haven't played it yet. So tonight, Laura, out there in L.A., uh, we're going to play that song that you asked for for Jeff a couple, three times. So here we go, especially to Jeff from Laura, Bob Dylan, Positively 4th Street. 1965. Hey everybody, how are you doing? I'm Lonnie Jordan of War, right here on KRLA. And 
God is War and Cisco Kid here on KRLA. This is Art LeBeau with our nighttime request and dedication program. And that's just what I have here, some requests and dedications. Missing you out in Monterey Park to uh, Melinda from Marianne, to Rose from Norman, baby I'm for real. Only have eyes for you out in Marina Del Rey, to Roxanne from Ralph. Mr. Rubin wants to send a song out to Roxanne. Uh, talk to me. I'll talk to him, Melissa. Why not? Adrian from Sylvia, hypnotized. Out in Garden Grove. Nights in white satin to Saul from Betty. Frank from Susie, always and forever. And uh, James would like to hear Date Me, Babe. And we have another song here, that uh, dedication that came in from Hollywood. Yes, Buddy Holly and the Crickets and Baby Baby. Going out to Joan from Jim on KRLA. Excuse me? Yes, sir. Uh, your auto repair shop did some work on my car. Ah, oh, right, Mr. Smith. Your car is right over there. Uh, that's not my car. Ah, oh, yeah, that's it. All right. Oh, no, my car is a brown, beat-up pile of junk. That's a streamlined, air-cooled, custom-painted cruiser. Uh, you mean? I did some extra work on it. Well, how much are these extras going to cost me? I don't know, a dollar and a half, something like that. You're kidding. I have a lot of time in my hands, see, because I don't get much business through here. Well, what are these? Uh, retractable wings. They're great for flying over crowded freeways. You can build cars that fly, and you're not busy? I made a mistake in not placing an ad in the Pacific Bell Yellow Pages. Incredible. But I had one of those other directories. What's this on the road? A satellite dish for the color TV Color TV? In the back seat beside the wet bar. I can't believe it. If you have more time than customers, maybe you should advertise in the Pacific Bell Yellow Pages. They're in three times more homes than competing directories and are used five times more often. Advertise in the Pacific Bell Yellow Pages and get your business into gear. It doesn't need gas? No, it runs on anything now. Lemonade, Chablis, Rutger, whatever. Pacific Bell Yellow Pages. Either you're in or Chablis. Or you're out. If you got a project and you need a little help, come to Service Star. You'll soon be doing it yourself. We can help. Spring fix up time. Come to your Service Star Spring Sale. Through Saturday, the rich five foot derby wood step ladder is just $13.99. Save $12.50. And Service Star's 50 foot outdoor extension cord is only $4.99. Service Star Hardware Lumber Home Centers. Check the yellow page. We can help. Star. Here comes Memories with Richie Valens, who did his first commercial appearance with me back at El Monte. Shame, shame, shame. This is Art LeBeau with a handful of dedications here to Mike and Albert from Adele and Mara. Always and forever. That one came in from Gardena. Well, there you go. A tribute to the late Art LeBeau from April 16, 1985 on KRLA AM in Los Angeles, California. You know, they don't make radio shows like that anymore, and it's sure good to hear this particular air check. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Well, the lit- Radio doesn't do that anymore. Maybe if they did it, maybe it would keep people off the streets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah, they're going to go to the streets anyway. People are people, Mike. You can't help it. Go ahead, yeah. Bill. You wanted to say something. Go ahead, Bill. 
<laughs> and I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> well, um, what was your impressions, Chris? And then well, well, I want to get, get Lionel in after that, okay? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, you know, I never really got to hear him do like a straight. I heard about him all the time. You know, across the country, you don't hear these people. Uh, I heard about him. I've read a lot about him lately, and we've had uh, different things in our group on the phone about him. And you know, but he he really sounded down to earth. I liked it with that yeah. that Shelley. You know, he's very good, nice to her and stuff. Yeah. Sounded like sounded like Bernie talking to somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's but, right. Uh, That's <laughs> there you go. But no, my point is the big three that I was trying to think of that really got rock going in the in the mid '50s, even before every city had their Woo Woo Ginsburg or their High Lit or whoever. But the three in the different regions was Alan Freed in Cleveland first, and then in, in, and then to New York, Dewey Phillips in in Memphis at WHBQ, uh, got the rockabilly and the blues, you know, sort of melded together on his shows, and Art LeBeau out in the West Coast. Those are the three DJ fathers of rock and roll, I think you could say. You're not kidding. By the way, not only did he do a radio show, but I have a clip that I found from 1958 where he was doing a television uh, rock and roll show. That yes. was very big back then, and it was on Channel 5 KTLA in Los Angeles, California. And Lionel, can you unmute yourself, please, out there in the wilds of Charlotte, North Carolina? Go ahead, Lionel. Please unmute yourself. There you go. You're unmuted. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, you know, you know, hearing that, uh, you're right. He did sway a lot to the Latino community because, you know, I've listened to the show in its syndicated form, the Art LeBeau Sunday Special, six big hours. I mean, you talking about music that I thought I'd never hear in my lifetime, but a lot of these people now who are in their 20s and 30s and younger have never experienced before in their lifetime i've heard some of it growing up yes but you know you hear all these colors in that show when he did do it live when he was able you know and not only that the, the weird thing is angle of it is he reached a lot of prisoners too and were locked up in, oh, he in did. jails of yes uh, he, yes he did that was something that was mentioned in the obituary about him yeah. lionel did you get to hear him when you were living in california Yes, sir, I did. Like I said, he was syndicated. I did hear him because uh, KRLA had a dang good signal at night. I think it was like 10K or 50K uh, at night. And the Sunday night special, uh, I did hear before he was even syndicated. But when he was syndicated, I did hear uh, periodically from time to time. So it's it, in Bakersfield, it's been back and forth on a couple different stations uh, over the years. But, you know, the, the hero of his passing was really, really, you know, really sad for me because he did touch a lot of people's lives and during that show and his weekly uh seven to midnight show that which is pretty much the same thing as a sunday show so yeah well, it would be uh, thank you lionel one of the things i will tell you about art lebeau is that even though he's gone um they are go the company that he that he founded is going to continue doing the syndicated love song show so hopefully you know, you'll be able to hear that um and I can tell you that people were mourning him and i i got to hear the tributes on uh, youtube from uh, the station that syndicated him just incredible, just in, just incredible. So that's all I can say. And I really want to compliment that ad for the Southern the the uh, phone company. That was funny. I had never that heard that was, ad. That before. was a. That <laughs> was a I think that was the, that was produced by uh, uh, Dick Orkin, even though it wasn't his voice. I think it was the no, same. It, company. His voice, it was the yeah. same kind of commercial. Yes, I agree with you there. It, it reminded great. me of Dick Orkin. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, Bill, it's. Uh, I know you want to watch the football game. And I want to get off my knee here and get the, get uh, to going here, but uh, I shouldn't say it. I'm only kidding. Um, senior citizen, yeah, senior right. citizen. You got to go have your reaction to your shots, Jeff. That's what you yeah. got to go do. That's, that's right. Did you <laughs> did, did Mike get to your house yet, Bill? No, he's not. Well, 
he wasn't as a few minutes ago. He may be here any second. You might find but you might find him at your doorstep at about eleven o'clock. You better stay up late, Bill. Yeah, uh, I guess I better. Uh, we'll we'll drag uh, him in. I've had I'm to drag sorry, him out of a cab. <laughs> I've had to drag him out of a cab a time or two. So we'll there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 get him. We'll get him, Jeff, for you. So have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you, panel. Yeah, good luck with the good luck with the alumni and everything. Good luck with the alumni and hope everything yeah. runs okay. And I know it will, Bill, because you you you. I'm going to be I'm going to be listening a lot because uh, I had a chance to be the guest speaker before, and it's it's a fun thing. So you did a good speech. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait to hear. Well, thank you. And, and uh, uh, Bill, if you if you talk to Mike for long at all, ask him. If there's any way I can get a copy of that retirement show that he has. Oh, he's got it I, up I there for you. It. I'm holding He's been you saying high. that for a while, Brady. We got No, we got By it. the way, he's going to be the, the keynote speaker on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. If, and, I can and, be wrong, but I, and also, Bernie, he's got it because we're putting together all the All Things Radio into one package. But Mike's got it. So I'll give that to you in exchange. At, you know, for some refreshment. Yeah, I don't die first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Bill, Bill, what t- what time afterwards does that all does that all request Saturday night shows start after that? What time does it come on Saturday for you that you're doing? Seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. Okay. Okay. O'clock. And so, okay. but we'll be on tomorrow night, and Bernie can find all about the blind school and the deaf school and all that good stuff. So, we'll be doing that. And uh, we'll play Jeff's feature here. Jeff, what are we going to come up with? Something from well, uh, you know the word fickle. I'm, 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 I had a girlfriend who said she was fickle. I don't know, but that, actually, it's WFKL FM in Rochester, New York, or Fairport, New York, which is a suburb of Rochester, serving Rochester with their variety hits format. All right, Jeff. Thank you for all you do. Here we go, guys. Whenever I present these featured station segments, I try to give you a feel of what's happening in local radio, wherever it may be. This week, we're traveling to Rochester, New York, and we're going to listen to radio station WFKLFM. The station transmits on a frequency of 93.3, and they're owned and operated by the Stevens Media Group. This station programs a variety of hits format, something we've heard before on All Things Radio Live. So without further ado, what is it back and enjoy radio station WFKLFM serving Rochester, New York, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. You're unbelievable. Grab the free Fickle app and take us anywhere. I listen on my smartphone. Download it now through Google Play or the iTunes Store. Fickle 93.3. Fickle 93.3. You use a computer at work. Why not listen to Fickle 93.3 on it? Check out the Fickle stream at Fickle933.com. Rochester, a community that cares. Fickle 93.3. This next bunch of songs you are never going to forget. Hopefully that's a pleasant memory. We play everything. Fickle 
Gino and Friends. Music, laughter, mornings on Fickle 93.3. Fickle 93.3. If you grew up with no seatbelts, bike helmets, or airbags, you're in good company. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. Josie's on a vacation far away. Dino and friends. They make me laugh and entertain me for the while I'm in the car. Mornings on Fickle 93.3. is in control of the airwaves. WFKL-FM, Fairport, Rochester. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. When it comes to music, we cast a wide net. Fickle 93.3. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. We could say plethora or abundance or a myriad. Did you say I have a plethora? Those are pretty fancy words. What is a plethora? But really, we play everything. Fickle 93.3. Fickle 93.3. Is it everything or is it just showbiz? Only your hairdresser knows for sure. Fickle 93.3. This is how we do it. Dino and friends. In the morning on my way to work. Mornings on Fickle 93.3. Fickle 93.3. We're a little unstable. Kind of like the people you seem to date. Ever noticed? Fickle 93.3. We play everything. songs and making wisecrack comments here and there. That is until we decide what we really want to do with our lives. Fickle 93.3. We play everything. Fickle 93.3 just went viral. Yeah. yeah, you should probably get yourself checked out. Just saying. Fickle 93.3. We play everything. Fickle 93.3.
Fickle 93.3. Want to know what just played on Fickle 93.3? Visit What Song Was That at Fickle93.3.com for the last 48 hours of songs on Fickle 93.3. Add the hottest ticket to your family's wish list. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. December 1st at Blue Cross Arena. An audio-visual spectacular for all ages. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra's The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. The best of TSO and more. Produced by Metamorphic Concerts. Presented by G&G Fitness. Fickle 93.3 makes the workday more fun. Now, actually, that's that's beer that makes the day more fun. But here's something to sing along with. Fickle 93.3. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. One day, everyone will agree on everything. Yeah, it's a dream we have here at Fickle 93.3. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. Fickle 93.3. Just think, next time you hear that song, you'll be wearing a different shirt. Listen, you smell something? Well, maybe. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. WFKL Fairport, Rochester. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. Ah, fall in Rochester. Which means it's time for Christmas decorations to be put up in stores. Makes plenty of sense, doesn't it? Fickle 93.3. We play everything. The one radio station everybody at work can be annoyed about. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. 93.3. Fickle 93.3. The radio musical puzzle for Rochester. Never really finished. Just always adding more pieces. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. 93.3. Dino and friends. The hosts just feel like my buddies, you know? Mornings on Fickle 93.3. Slacking off at work never sounded so good. We play everything. Fickle 93.3. Look at this photograph. Fickle 93.3. Just call us the founding fathers of everything. Fickle 93.3. Well, there you go. Variety hits us heard on radio station WFKL-FM in Rochester, New York. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, there are many ways to get in touch with me. 
First of all, you can send me an email. That email address, as always, is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and an option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.